Hey, yo, what's up? Episode 36 of an Orange and Blue Thing coming at you live from Hop Hog, <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> We're just hanging out here, and we'll take you right up to about first pitch of the Mets-Reds game tonight. Matt Harvey on the mound for the Metropolitans. And uh, we're just going to be bummed out about that. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm Brian Ernie. That right there is Darren Meenan. What up? We're just here chilling, man. 631-388-5195 if you want to chill with us. And, uh, Mr. Meenan, what up? Not much. You actually just informed me that uh, Matt Harvey's pitching tonight. I just heard from you first. Yeah. <laughs> His last start wasn't so hot on Saturday in, uh, in Houston, Yeah, right? not, not, a, not as good. Not too good. Yeah. And you know what? Afterwards, there was the, I saw the interview with him in, in, the, uh, in the locker room afterwards. He didn't even really seem that concerned. Did oh, he's seen. Yeah, he's well. Like, I was nah, at I was know. at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, he seemed thrilled. I guess with his start, I whatever, man. I not thrilled. I mean, obviously, you're 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 look, being sarcastic there a little bit, yeah. but uh, he didn't seem too worried that that was a horrific start in Texas. I um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm a little disconcerted by the uh the rhetoric around that oh i feel so great about that start because i know what i'm doing and i'm not worried about velocity i'm not worried about results and all that stuff it's just uh, I, am i supposed to feel good about that like am, am i supposed to feel great that this guy who dominated in 2013 and 2015 and the last time the last good moment he really had was walking off that mound in in game five of the world series and now he's just like kind of happy that he gave up seven runs and two what the hell is going on, man? What? I don't know. I think that the, they always try to find some type of positive in a horrific performance, and there was nothing positive about that, that no. start on Saturday. No. Who knows what we're going to see tonight? His uh, arm didn't fall off. That was positive, I the, guess. The past few uh, episodes that we've had here in the new studio, there was no game. So we weren't as structured, and yeah. we typically liked – you know, now that we're veterans, but we've we've typically liked to start exactly at seven o'clock for a game. If we go a little bit late tonight, I'm not going to be too heartbroken. We won't. We won't go crazy. <laughs> so yeah, you just mentioned uh, Yankee Stadium. We had the weekend. Obviously, you weren't planning on going to Texas. I was, so I yeah. ended up going to Mohegan Sun. But you had a bachelor party. You went to Yankee Stadium. Yeah, did they a, win. Uh, they did. Did you cheer Saturday. for the Yankees? I did not. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I went in my Bayman hat and. Uh, and my friend Mike uh, was rocking his seven-line catcher cap. That was on Saturday? That was on Saturday. Then what did you do? You went to Patchogue after that? Uh, yeah, Saturday night we were in Patchogue. That was a long day, man. That was a long day. It was, And that was after Friday we were in Manhattan. I worked on Friday. I took the train in. Uh, we met up. We did like a gin tasting at this really cool speakeasy kind of place. And then we went to Nobu for dinner. That was legit. And that's pricey. It was very pricey. Nobu what, what is we not did, a cheap we date. Did, we did like a 10-course <laughs> tasting menu, and it was and like, gin the whole time? Uh, no, no, no. We did gin just Before. beforehand. Gin's we did strong, sake man. the whole time at, at Nobu. And then we went to like a cigar bar, and they had like a jazz band. It was just chill. Like, Sounds was, like a headache. Dude, I was no, I was in the perfect <laughs> spot. No, meaning like, like a nice hangover. No, man. Time. I was really? great. I was really, really good. I can't drink like that anymore, man. I, I didn't go crazy or anything like that. I was just like. Just front loaded and coasted, and like had a cigar and just chilled out, man. But then Saturday, I was, I was so tired. Yeah, because we stood at Yankee Stadium the whole time because we did that pinstripe pass thing. Uh-huh. And uh, and that What's was that? no seats. Yeah, they took out basically what they did was they took out. Um, oh, in center field, the obstructed. You couldn't bleachers. see anyway. Yeah, yeah, and then they made it into like a general mission standing room kind of thing, and you get a free beer with it. Like a free 12-ounce. Speaking of the Yankees, I did uh, email so, my guy today. So there you go. Trying so, to mend the fences a little bit over there in the Bronx. So I'm back. But that was cool. Uh, uh, Marissa, it was, uh, it was cold sake. We drank cold sake. So that was what they recommended. Warm so. sake. All right. All right. But anyway, so yeah, that was my weekend, man. And it was, well, I and took then two naps this chilled. weekend. I do. I don't, can't believe it. How did you, you pull well, it off? We went to Mohegan. And, uh, <laughs> without shout, the baby. Right? Without the baby, hey, obviously. That's fine. You know, but we'd be, you'd be shocked how many people brought their babies to the casino. I believe it. But like we were walking through the casino on Friday night, and it was about midnight. We went to that place called... Um, Sugar? Yeah. It's okay. like trendy, whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, they have like the first six pages of the menu are mixed drinks with no prices and like a fishbowl because they don't want to scare you with the price. Yeah. No so Kelly got one, whatever, and they pour it into the thing and start steaming and going crazy. We're walking out of the place like 1245 and Dan, Mish and Dan were with us. We're walking over and we're like, holy shit, there's a titty. This lady's sitting. I'm, I'm not I'm not shaming at all because, you know, I'm Kelly breastfed, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Lauren's you breastfeeding. You got to do what you got to do. But yeah. one in the morning, it's kind of like. She must have been a serious gambler to feel like the baby had to be up at one in the morning, so she breastfed on the bench. Wait, 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 wait. It was crazy. Wait, 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 wait. The the baby was, was awake. Up. 
Yeah. It wasn't she was just like night nerd. No, like she was walking, in the casino. We're in the casino. It's like a hallway where there's like food court area and like tanger outlets are there. I got some new kicks. Shout out to uh, Converse. But we're, we're, so we're walking down. I'm like, oh, well, Converse this didn't pay us for that shit. Whatever. <laughs> they might eventually. So we're walking down and uh, I'm like, wow, there's a baby. Because like once you're a parent, you notice, you notice kids more baby, often. Right, exactly. So I'm like, there's a baby. It's kind of late, right? And uh, Dan's like, oh, a titty. She was like, whoop. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Whipped it out. Anyway. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't. I, but I see, did manage to get two naps in this weekend, which this, I haven't done in two years. This so. is why natural selection exists. I, like, <laughs> how do these people survive in the world? These people I don't, don't know, vote, do they? Speaking of gambling, you're not involved in any illegal activities, are you? I am not. I am not, as a matter right, of fact. I to make sure I don't have to fill in no, any co-hosts. So, so I will be stationed right here until further notice. No right. reason to suspend me or uh, take me away in handcuffs. I just want to make sure, you know. Strange things have been happening this week. I want to make sure that my coast is going to be uh, going to be all right. You know what Yama. I mean? Oh if you want to give us a call, 631-388-5195. I think we have someone on the line now, but we'll get to them in one second. Last week, last weekend, was Houston. Yes. Unfortunately, we weren't able to make it. We probably could have if we really wanted to, but we felt it wasn't right for us to go for obvious reasons. We spoke about it on the on the show last week. But out of the 1,000 tickets... I wasn't exactly sure how many people were going to actually go. I heard from the Astros that 259 tickets were still scanned, cool. and they showed up and, and enjoyed themselves. Obviously, they didn't enjoy themselves watching the Mets win, but if you uh, look at the outcome on the three games, they lost 8-12 in the Harvey game. The outing was uh, they lost 1-4, to and on Sunday they got swept 6-8. to But that, that game on Saturday night was a, was a pretty good game, though. Seth Lugo pitched well. And- it was weird for me because I've missed, two, I've missed three outings. Uh, that were planned that I missed. This one I missed uh, for obvious reasons, but it was weird watching the game. Like Kelly was getting ready in the bathroom, and I yeah. was watching the game on SNY with like with a beer, just sitting there. And I'm like, wow, there's like fans there right now wearing the outing shirt. I'm in the hotel. I'm I feel in like you called out sick. You know, it's it was like, weird. Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, I was following along on Twitter, and I recognize a lot. If you watching the live show right now, there are some familiar faces on the screen here. And uh, shout out to Caitlin Monty, who worked for SNY. Now she works for a news uh, channel down in Houston. She was there with her family and friends yes. as well. So um, we do actually have someone on the line. I think that was at the outing. So let's uh, let's check in with Charles from Texas. What's up, Charles? Hold on one second. While we get you set up here. Hold on, Charles. We got All a right, Charles from Texas. Here. What's up, Charles? Hey, uh yeah, I just kind of wanted uh, some fun stuff happened at the outing, even though we didn't have as big of a presence as planned. It was still it was still really fun, and there was a lot of people there that was their first time, and uh, it was still, I mean, it was, you know, we, we were 200 and, what, you said 259 strong, and uh, we had people, I had a buddy at home plate that said, who are those uh, stupid-ass meth fans out there <laughs> screaming, strike them out? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm up there, too. <laughs> yeah, that's great. fine, man. And you're but, from Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I called you guys last week about Oh, great, that, great. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so uh, thanks that's for right. representing. That was, that was the after show, right? I think. I, I'm not sure if it was the I, after show or during the show, but la- last week we spoke to a couple of people from Texas. But uh, I'm glad you were able to make it, and unfortunately the Mets didn't put a smile on your face. But uh, hopefully it showed <laughs> yeah. a little bit of normalcy in your, in your life. Is everything okay otherwise? Yeah, um, I just helped uh, a neighbor. Uh, my house didn't flood, but a neighbor had uh, his uh, two feet of water, and uh, we had helped his uh, knock his drywall out the day before the game, and it was it was pretty bad. And anyone that's in Florida, like, still there, <laughs> I would. I mean, I don't know if you can still get out, but it, it seems serious out there too. Yeah, Florida definitely is is in for some bad stuff in the next coming days, but I'm, we're glad that you're okay. And thank you for representing and thanks for being a nice neighbor and helping them out. I, I saw quite a few people were actually wearing the outing shirts the day of the outing. And I saw, I was following along on, on Instagram and a lot of people were chipping in to help out. Cool. So that's, that's great. So Excellent. Uh, stay oh, safe, yeah. Charles. We'll, uh, we'll catch up with you at uh, outing down the road, man. All right. Thanks guys. Thanks, thanks Charles. Thanks for calling. I mean, that's great. Yeah. And to, and to touch on that uh, with, if you are in Florida, which we know we have a bunch of, Friends. My in-laws just went back yesterday, and people were saying you're going you're going to Florida. Right yeah, now. they were with us for a month. I mean, I have family. I know we have people uh, uh, scattered amongst the section who have family down there. We have um, I have friends who have family down there, and all that stuff. And and it's not it's messed up. It's going to be a messed up storm right now. They're tracking that it's basically going to you know hit shore as a Category Five. 
Like, this is nothing to mess around with. If you live in southeastern Florida and you're in an evacuation zone, please, please, please evacuate. Don't wait. Um, get, you know, the essentials and get out of there. You know, anything can be replaced except your Well, it life, seems so crazy, too. People are um, they're unable to even get drinking water. Yeah. Uh, well, Publix, I mean, this has been forecasted. And, and you know, these, these models, you have to give credit. You know, a lot of people like to tease weather people. They're never right. You know, it, look, it's bright and sunny, and you said it was going to rain. These forecasting models for these hurricanes are, like, pinpoint accuracy. And, and the, the way the track has been moving is exactly the way it's anticipated. Unfor- unfortunately, in this instance, because it would be great if it just spun out to the Atlantic. But, I mean, right now, you're looking at a historic storm. I mean, we talk about Katrina, you know, back in, what is that, 12 years ago now. That hit shore at a, as a Category 3. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you th- and even Sandy, it hit us as a Category 3. So you think about that and you realize that these are going to be sustained winds of, of 125, 130 miles an hour. That's, that's nothing to mess around with. So everybody who's in Florida, please stay safe, and including my own family. Please stay yeah. safe. And, Mine and, too. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, if, you're in, if they tell you to evacuate, get, get the hell out of Dodge. Absolutely. And uh, Charles brought up a point. I forgot to play it here a little bit earlier. Uh, the, uh, the strike them out chant. It was alive and well, or as, as, as well as it could be alive without the general there. But the uh, strikeout chant, people sometimes think that we invented that, but it's the king, the king cougar, cougar Mike. So uh, let's play this here and see if you guys can get a little taste of what it was like in this section. Great. So, um, shout out to you guys for holding it down because awesome. we couldn't be there. But you know, you guys, you guys did a great job there. So we, we, I was very excited to see that kind of stuff play out on the internet. Um, what do we got going on over here? I totally screwed that up. But also, Texas, did you see the play of what I think was the play of the weekend? Good hands. <laughs> Absolutely good hands. And what I'm screwing this up big time right now. That's all right, man. You're off your game. You're not I am off my game because I'm not drinking. But here we go. For 24 hours in her apartment, couldn't get in touch with any emergency services because there was just such an overabundance of people um, that were trying to make contact. I just caught the baseball. That's what you hear in the background. <laughs> nice, nice grab, Steve. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, but there, there was an. That's unbelievable because he didn't skip a beat. But no, did you, he didn't. Did you see the tweet the next day? Like people were all over that. Yeah, they had like yeah. thirty three thousand likes. The Syndergaard one. Yeah, the Syndergaard one yeah. was awesome. But uh, Syndergaard wrote, "Nice catch by Kevin Burkhart." And uh, Gelbs's reply was something like, um, "Like thanks, Jake. Maybe next time you get more than one frame in your <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones." Game of Thrones. That's pretty cool because usually you know Noah's always popping shots at. Uh, Mr. Met, yeah. but for him to take a dig at Gelbs, which Gelbs has been doing a great job. I think this, this really year well. he stepped up his game big time with the extra interactive aspects of what he tries to bring to SNY because the, the game is changing. And there's more um, dedicated to the, the broadcast now than just the broadcast. Yep. You know, people follow these guys. They want to see what Steve Gelbs is doing behind the scenes. They want to hear from Wayne Rondazzo and Madge and all these guys and Howie Rose. And he's doing a great job. His, like last night, did you follow it? I did. What yeah. does he call it? Rain Delay Theater? Yeah. So, like, if you don't know, if you don't follow Gelbs on Instagram, does he do it on? Yeah, he does it on Instagram. Uh, him and Randazzo, and they usually pull in, like, Jared um, Diamond from the Diamond or DeComo or a uh, guy from Cali, uh, Carrig. Yeah. And uh, they, yes. they have fun with it because, you know, what? You know, it is a job for them, but they're also going through the motions every single day. Uh, how many times can you ans- ask uh, TC the same question? And they're probably sure. kind of like pulling their hair out as well, you know? Um, all right. So, you know what I love about each of one of those guys is that if you look at the progression of the sideline reporter from Chris Cotter, which some people forget nowadays, in 2006 to KB, where we had him for until 2014 through 2014, and then, uh, and then Steve, I uh, know, to, to the state they've each brought their own unique aspect to it. And that's very difficult to do when the guy before you has been successful. Like when Cotter was doing it, he was great. And then he left and was like, 
Kevin Burkhardt, I remember him doing FAN stuff. Like, all right, let's see what he's got. And then it was like, it's how a can KB leave? They're, they're not sure. Everyone's trying to top each other. And once but, you get a guy like KB, it's mm-hmm. like, how do you top that? You know. And but it's so it's so tempting to they're just different. copy they're different people. Yeah, I know, but it's so tempting to copycat the other guy. You know, how many times do you hear somebody go and try to do a Vin Scully imitation or try to do a Howie Rose imitation when they get their own broadcasting job because they think that's what they're supposed to do? Right. To, to develop your own style and do it kind of on the fly for a lot of these guys, I think is really impressive. So, Absolutely. So before we move on from the whole Houston thing, we spoke about it last week. Originally, the plan was if the game was played, there was going to be no refunds. But then once the storm, uh, you know, took shape and people's flights were getting canceled and things were messing up with hotels and yada yada, the Astros changed their um, uh, changed their uh, like process on this, and mm-hmm. they were allowing us to get refunds. So, but the only problem was we had what like eight hours to figure it out. Yeah. So last Thursday we spoke about it. I think the deadline was last Thursday at four p.m. So as long as you emailed us before four p.m., Lizzie and Adam were able to look up your transaction and figure out what to do because some people wanted to either donate their the money back to the team for relief efforts or get a refund. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to just donate it. Uh, directly, so the money has to come back to us, then we have to give it back to them. So they told us today that it's going to go to the uh, com slash um, uh, Hurricane Harvey, whatever it is on their website. But we ended up getting refunded for all the tickets that weren't used, but $8,540 of that is going right back to the team for the donation, and then we're going to throw in an extra 1000 on top of that. So 9540 but... If you remember, you were you were supposed to go on that. I'm talking to Lizzie behind the scenes. You were supposed to go on that uh, tour, right? Yeah. So a bunch of fans also had signed up to go on a tour and uh, stadium tour, and they prepaid or whatever. So that was also six hundred fifty dollars. So when they found out that this was going on, I think MJ was the ringleader on that. She said, "Just keep the money." So we're at over ten thousand cool. dollars raised so far from the Seven Line awesome. Army. That's, that's going great. back to Houston. That's awesome. Uh, we'll talk more about what we have planned for the end of September, but so far, over ten Gs from the group is going back to Texas. Awesome. That's so, that's excellent job. An excellent job by Lizzie and Adam to get all that done on the fly. Yeah. You know they, they did they, they did awesome. They, <laughs> they had worked to, their ass off, and you know it's 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 crazy because you think well you know have they you ever just seen re- the stack of papers. Yeah. So the way it works is the people. Oh, when like, I walked in here last week, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Not and no one was in a good mood. I'm like, hey guys, and everybody's like, hey. you looked at me. And I'm like, fuck, man. I was like, I've been right. working on this shit all day, and like, she's been working on her thing, and Adam's doing his thing. So like, we were all kind of stressed. And out I just last got week. off work, and I'm like, yay, I'm <laughs> the show. But the uh, the thing with that is the reason why what we we didn't even actually used to do this in the beginning. We didn't always write down the. The tickets, we had to type it, and we used to email everyone back their their location. So if this happened back in the day, we would have been fucked. Yeah. So the way it works now is we we ask the teams to send us seating charts. When tickets go out, we take that transaction off the top and actually manually write down Section 140, C2, whatever. So we have that stack. If someone forgets their tickets, why well, I'm always like, don't forget your tickets. I, I fly with that stack. Mm-hmm. And then when I get to the airport and that person goes, forgot my tickets in Tennessee, we have to look through that paperwork to find that name email the team and say can you reprint these tickets so they had to go through 300 and something plus emails last third last wednesday night into thursday morning to track back who these people's tickets were it took it took forever so they got through with it thank you if you're waiting for your refund the money did not come back into our account yet once it comes back into our account we're going to take the money that needs to be refunded refund each individual fan, and then send the rest back to the donation. So sit tight. We're working on it. A lot of moving parts, and there's really not that many people working on it. So tip. Yeah, pretty much. So what would you think that if you looked at a, um, a list of what's going on here, what would WTF mean to you? Oh, man. <laughs> there's could, a lot of... <laughs> could literally mean anything when it comes to this team and what we got going well, it's on. It's not even right laughable, now. but it kind of is at this point because, right. you know... Oh jeez, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah. believe this? No, I was at, okay. Saturday night. So you want to know this something? This was game two. Yes, it and was he had a home run two. in game one. Yeah, game a grand two. slam in game one. Grand slam. Sorry, take it back. Well, it was still slam. a home run. I'm just, I'm just, I'm putting emphasis <laughs> on your point. On the so, wrong syllable. If you're not watching this and you're and you're listening afterwards on iTunes and SoundCloud, we appreciate it. If you are watching this live, you actually should share the show. At the end of the show, we will pick someone at random to win a whole bunch of free stuff. But if you're not watching this, and I'm explaining it to you. You've probably already seen the replay, and it's horrific. Wilmer Flores fouled the ball off of his own face, which I thought has never actually happened before, but I think it's happened earlier in the season to someone else. Do you know who that is? Or No. I mean, I've never, ha- I've never I've seen it before. never seen this before. Neither have I, but it's actually happened to someone else, a well, different team this year. So it came out today. 
a little bit a little bit ago that he's actually out for the rest of the season. Yeah, as he should be. Which I was actually a little bit surprised about because when I saw like a photo, I mean, it was bad. It was it was yeah. bleeding profusely from the nose. They had the, the rag I, on him. I saw a behind the scenes picture. He doesn't look bad. Do you think it's more so they're being precautionary that he doesn't hit it again? You know, yep. whether it's and, someone sliding in or hitting yeah, him in the face with their sure. glove or, or absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. And then think about how are you going to hit with a mask on? You know, like a lot of the NBA guys will wear the masks or whatever. How are you going to hit with that on? And even if you can hit, when you get hit in the nose like that, you know, you automatically tear up or whatever. Who knows what the vision deal is? You know, right, who knows right. if he's seeing the ball exactly the same way? I'm surprised he's not more black and blue. Like, that was a shot, it man. Was, it 90 was. 90-something miles off the, off the bat right to your nose is... It's insane. It's, it's really crazy. So, I mean, yeah, no, I, the minute that happened, I said he'll be out for the rest of the year, which is fine because this year is it's toast. in the toilet anyway, so yeah. what's the difference? So, um, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's to be expected, and it's just ridiculous. You know what I thought was... I mean, it's not funny, but creepily uh, coincidental about the situation. I was in the establishment that we watched the punk fight in, mm-hmm. and that was oh on Saturday night. Yes, okay. And it was that was the last time I was there. Was when I was with you that night. Wilmer Flores hurt his shoulder on that slide and, and that collision at the plate in Atlanta. Yeah. So the last two that times I've gone to that bar, Wilmer Flores has gotten hurt and been out for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's not a good... We have to stop going there. Yeah. I mean, basically, <laughs> that's what it boils down to. So, Yeah, so it's not funny, but the, the medical update was uh, now Flores out for the rest of the season. TJ Rivera will undergo Tommy, Tommy John surgery, which is not as common for a position player, I guess. Uh, Amar Rosario, diminished swelling in right index finger, but still day-to-day. And Noah Syndergaard's actually pitching tonight, right, yeah. right now, in, yeah. uh, in Brooklyn for the Cyclones. Did you see this, though? Yeah. This is actually pretty funny. Okay. Let me pull it up here. I'm waiting. Me too. I'm not on my ball tonight, on the uh, ball. So did you see uh, this guy, uh, Dave yes, Lazo? Yes, I did. All right, so for those listening I'll, I will. Home, I will admit, that I read the first one about Harvey. I thought it was real. And I thought it was I real. thought it was real. And, and I was like, when did this happen? And then I read the second <laughs> one. <laughs> Ardsma put this up. And, uh, yeah, I guess he didn't credit this guy, Dave. But then he, he not retracted, but backtracked later. and goes, oh, I can't take the credit. This guy, Dave, Dave uh, wrote it. So let me read this little press release pretty quickly for those that aren't watching. Uh, all right, so medical updates. This was posted a couple days we sh- ago. We should add that the header is exactly what Mets press releases look like. Exactly. So, when, I mean, I'm assuming most people aren't getting them. These are exactly what the the, the same header and everything. Emailed or how does this work? Does e- this go out to the press or emailed? What? Okay, it's, so this this yeah. is obviously fake. But uh, medical <laughs> updates: Matt Harvey will undergo surgery this week in New York to repair a tear in his right testicle wall, which you might think, you know, uh, you know, he's had some dick problems, you know, a couple years ago, something where he was backed up because he doesn't pee enough on the mound uh the next one seth lugo right wasn't it yes okay seth <laughs> dick problem whatever you didn't have such a way with words my friend <laughs> seth lugo sustained a broken left clavicle sunday after falling off a brontosaurus exhibit at the museum of natural history jose reyes sustained torn elbow ligaments while brushing his teeth on monday zach wheeler ran Ran away from the team in Houston. Does not want to collect. Not, does not want contact from the team. Cespedes sustained a concussion and separated shoulder when Seth Lugo landed on him at the Museum of Natural History. Noah Syndergaard during a rehab appearance in Brooklyn, which is right now. His right arm fell off. It just fell off. Dogs ran on the field and ate it. His arm is gone forever. And last but not least, Jacob Degrom woke up on Monday morning totally and completely bald. All of his hair is gone. He is not expected to be ready for spring training. So there you have it. So that's that. Obviously fake. Uh, give us a call, 631-388-5195. We'll talk about pretty much whatever the hell you guys want to talk about. Mets, uh, love, coffee, beer, football. football. You going to watch the games tonight? There's only one game, right? It's not dad-friendly tonight. It's 8.30 start tonight. So, like, am I going to watch the Patriots and Chiefs? Am I going to use that time? Am I going to shave off those moments in for, of my precious, precious sleep <laughs> to watch Alex Smith versus Tom Brady? Probably not. We talked about this before the show, but I'm actually more um, curious to see how the whole towel gate comes out, which I'm not sure if you knew about, but you don't really follow Barstool that much. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of a few of the guys, but uh, I like Noy, a few of the guys. The okay. owner made 70,000 like teal towels with the face of Goodell with like a clown nose on it, which I don't even know how that's legal, but uh, he gave them out for free yesterday. And I guess the fans that came to help volunteer at now have to distribute them in the parking yeah. lot. So it should be quite the scene. And I think the people, a lot of people that went to volunteer probably just selling them on eBay. But um, 
whatever. I'm more curious to see how that pans out. I don't know, man. I don't know. So, it's 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 a <laughs> good for them. I feel like it's just like their world, and we're all living in it. You know, they just. I feel like every day something else comes out that these yeah. guys just taking over the world. Yeah, good for them. So it, it is Thursday. Yes. And it is Thursday. It did is. Did you notice that our calendar this year actually says Thursday on every Thursday? I, I did. Shit, I didn't, I didn't flip the calendar. Hey, look at that. It's still August. Hey, while he does that, Heather <laughs> Malcolmson, happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Heather. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Shout out to Drea. We actually texted each other last night, or maybe it was today. All my days kind of come to a big mix, mismatch. That's what happens when you're in fatherhood, man. That's, She's going to have next year's calendar ready in like mid October, so I guess we're going to do the same thing as last year, release it on Black Friday. Cool. Uh, so anyway, Thursday, what are you expecting from what's going on here? Is he going to be coming back to Queens? I know we spoke about it. He's obviously not doing this rehab stint for his for fun, yeah. so he's probably planning on pitching in Queens again this, I this mean, year. I mean, sure. Yeah, why not? I mean, like, what's – why not? <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't know what to say about it other than, I mean, we like you said, we talked about it. I think it's important to him that he can go out and he can – Show that he can pitch and 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 you know prove to himself that he can be healthy enough to get through a major league game. I think mentally that'll be a a big hurdle. Uh, as far as reasons to go to the game, I mean, I'm sure that people would if you have tickets for the rest of the year like we do. I mean, we have two more games left in our package, and if Syndergaard's throwing one of them, I'm a lot more excited than if. Oh yeah, absolutely. No offense to anybody else, but if. Pretty much anybody other than Jacob DeGrom on this staff is throwing. So, do you know, I was talking to my father today. Do you know that this staff ERA is so bad that it is closing in on being as bad as the 1962 Mets? It was as bad before last night's game. I mean, are you kidding me? Shout out to uh, Gaselman. Complete game last night. Yeah, six. Does that count? (laughs) It does count. It does count. I I think I'm pretty sure it does count. It does count. It was a complete game, even though it was a range-shortened game, but it does count. Um... It, they were. It was like five point one nine. They were number one. It was the worst. They have the worst ERA uh, like are you, are in the history you, of the team. But also, they like ninety nine was on the list as well. And t- so was two thousand six. But they had a good bullpen. So yeah. out of the top ten, yeah. 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 So yeah, I would say <laughs> trotting out Dennis Cook and Turk Wendell and Armando Benitez and John Franco, or in two thousand six, you know, Dwiner Sanchez pre Cuban food taxi accident, <laughs> and Billy Wagner and Aaron Heilman pre. Fucking Yadier Molina home run, all that stuff. I'd say that was a minor upgrade over Hansel Robles and collection of clowns. I like when you curse. I just get really angry about Yadier Molina. Oh, we didn't cheers tonight. Are we allowed to cheers if I'm not drinking beer? I don't don't have anything left, and I'm not drinking anymore, so. Well, what a shame. So, look at that. Disappointing of the people. They like when we're we're drunk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I'm mad about Yadier Molina still 11 years later. What would my life be if Yadier Molina never hit that home run? We'll never know. Well, we obviously have to talk about Mr. Wright. Because it came out today when when they said that the the press was meeting with David Wright, I thought the worst because it was retirement. uh, Yeah, Yeah. I thought you know what he got he had a surgery on I think a couple days ago and that was it. Um, That wasn't the case. He 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 uh, talked to the press and said that he wants to be back out there. He has no hopes to ever manage. I think that was one of the first questions from Puma, Mm -hmm. and he said, "Please, please, please, stop asking me about it." And uh, he seems to be gung ho on getting back out there. Yeah. So more power to him. And you know what? The, the question actually was, I don't know. I didn't hear the question, but heard the answer. And he said that the last time that he was actually on the ball field was the World Series. And then he played a little bit last year. Uh, they went back to the playoffs. He said he wants to get that feeling at least one or two more times. So I okay. think like his goal is to get back out there, get in, get in the uniform, play a Major League Baseball game, and then maybe be like, I'm out. That's great. And I appreciate that. That's a lot of work to go back just for a couple games. <laughs> Look, I... David has done right by the organization. The one thing I'll say about that, though, is it's very difficult to say, I really just want to get back out there for one or two games, prove myself I can do it, and expect the team to just sit around and hold third base open. Like, I, I get well, they're it. They're not going to hold. They, they shouldn't. They, they can't. shouldn't. They, they can't. But, but, monetar- but they also came out this week and said that they're comfortable going into 2018 with Ploiecki and Darnell, which yeah. I think is a joke, too. Well, but let me just say, they. you say they can't, but... If David Wright's going to be active, they're not collecting insurance money, which means they're paying him $20 million. So fiscally, what else are they going to do other than hold third base open for him? And, and again, like I can't stress this enough. I love David Wright. I think he's always done right by the organization. When he signed, 
with this organization for this current contract that now people are looking at, oh, geez, they kind of overpaid for him and everything. Um, <laughs> every, you know, you look at that and you see how the money goes down as the contract goes on. That was David Wright's idea. David Wright didn't want to be overpaid um, in the later years of his contract because he didn't want to be a burden on the franchise. But at the same time, you know, the the Wilpons aren't going out and spending for Mike Moustakis so that they can throw him at third base just so that David Wright, you know, can, if he decides to retire, oh, well, all right, well, that's fine. You know, it's just not going to happen. So what are the Mets supposed to do? Uh, I, don't, I just don't understand. I, it's, it's the issue that's holding everything up. And if you want to say, fine, but we're going to spend $400 million to bring in Manny Machado the year after that, well, that's a different story. But if you're not going to do that either, then you kind of wonder, what are we really talking about? All right, so we got Tracy from Patchogue. What's up, Tracy? Hi, guys. Happy Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, are you, are you I drinking? I love your new studio. It looks fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, Brian did a great job laying yeah, out these yeah, bricks. Yeah, man. I put this wallpaper up like a champion. <laughs> so, so, Tracy, are you drinking? It really dr- looks good. You guys look good there. Thank, Thank you. you. Are you, are you Very dr- professional. Are you drinking tonight? Yes. What are you, what are you enjoying right now? Uh... Peace and quiet. Okay, okay well, that, that's that's good. That's good. I like that. So, so tell me, uh, tr- and just some wine. No, oh, great. Right, nice. See, we like to hear that. I'm actually just drinking like my third iced coffee of the day, but you know, I can, I could uh, definitely sympathize and and uh, understand that it takes some wine to watch the rest of the season. So, how many games do you, are you part of the group? Do you sit with the Southline Army? Yes. Awesome. So, uh, what are you pumped up for the rest of the year? Just the last two games? Are you ready to just call it quits, throw in the towel? Well, you know what sucks? I was supposed to go to Houston with you guys. Of course, that didn't pan out. But I'm also supposed to go to Florida in two weeks. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So I'm thinking, like, maybe I'm just bad luck and I can't book any trips from now on. I don't know. At least not in hurricane season. Yeah. I don't. It's definitely not a laughing matter. I don't know matter, if Florida's even going to be there. We hope everything works out for you. And we were actually we weren't joking. We, we were joking about it. Brian was saying, you know, we were talking about spring training. That's what's pretty much what's next up. We're going to be talking about 2018 schedule in a couple minutes here. But um, he was mentioning, you know, the the ballpark. Hopefully, the ballpark's all right, and hopefully, the people are okay in Florida. The the, the organization right. obviously has deep roots in Florida, and we have a lot of fans in Florida. So hopefully, everyone is uh, preparing and listening to the warning signs. But uh, we appreciate you calling yeah. in, and we'll see you at, at the ballpark. Park. See you then. Good luck, guys. Thank you. So Tracy's having some wine and joining, enjoying man. her Thursday night here. So yeah, I know. I, quite I a sent few. you. I just sent you something, and I don't know if you can get it up on the screen. Uh, what to, is it? What did you send it to? An email. Your email. The right, right. general seven line email. See, this is what I ask you to do, do during the day. Well, it just Remember, like when I text you and I'm like, hey, anything for the show? Yeah. I, I text Brian this morning. Hey, anything for the show tonight? He wrote back, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, we like, the show must let go me, on. Let me explain. Let me explain why you do this. Because it is, it was literally, I don't know, uh, Thursday morning. My wife and I woke up. We're, you know, eating breakfast. And I'm just like, I have not heard from Darren all week, which means I'm going to hear from him at 11 o'clock. And he's going to say, yo, man, what are we talking about tonight? And at 10.58, my phone goes off, and it's like, topics? <laughs> so at first, I just reacted. It was just funny because also, what the heck else are we going to talk about? But what Darren put up on the screen is this is 16 minutes ago at Shake Shack. So, I mean, if this isn't, like, the ultimate indicator that the season has gone totally, totally awry, this is no line at Shake Shack. There's what? Two, there was two people online, yeah. and that might be – is that a – Devil's jersey. I don't even. I can't I think even it's tell. a red. I think it's a red oh, shirt. Oh, sorry. They're playing the Reds tonight. So yeah. there's, there's two people. Yeah, it's a, it's a Josh Hamilton jersey. Josh those, Hamilton Reds jersey. Those Reds fans probably like. Wait, isn't this supposed to have a line? Yeah. Like, I, I, what's <laughs> up? Did we like find the secret? Yeah, you found the secret. Come when we're 24 games out of first. You know place. what? It's because everyone's at the the seven line kiosk shopping. That's what it totally That's what it is. is. No one's wait. No one's getting burgers tonight. They're all getting t-shirts. Oh my gosh! I don't think I've ever seen that before. I, I like ever. Except for like the eighth inning, maybe of a playoff game or something like that, where there's absolutely no line. That is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm not a big fan of uh, waiting on lines. So yes, I know, I know. You hook yourself up to a catheter and make sure that you don't have to leave your seat the entire time. <laughs> Did you ever see the thing on Shark Tank? Did we talk about it on the show before? I don't know. It was years ago before Cuban was on. There was oh, a... in, the, in like the Kevin, the two Kevin day, whatever the other, yeah, yeah, the, the, the other, other Kevin, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a golf 
it's a hollow golf putty. Uh, putter, yes, 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 and yes. It's got a towel. You can take a so you, too, yes. you hold it in front of you and you pretend that you're like doing something, yeah. and you put the towel over you and you unzip and you pee into the freaking yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. They, he bought it. He I bought know, in on that. I know. Do you remember the product that Barbara was like? That's disgusting. Yeah. Not- <laughs> oh well, Barbara. I love Barbara. I've known Barbara. Well, I don't golf and I don't pee, so I, I'm out. I met Barbara when I was 14 years old because she used to work at the realty company that my Corcoran. Uh, uh, no, that oh, uh, really? she was at Daniel Gale before, oh, really? before she branched out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just a, a sweetheart. And uh, oh my gosh, it is. It's funny because you know Barbara, and like she's never gonna be all in on that. <laughs> but do you remember the speaking of the early days Shark Tank? Do you remember the inflatable bed that uh, fit in the back of a pickup truck? No. Oh, okay. So I've seen the tent that goes in the back of pickup truck. That's no, awesome. it was like it was. It's an air mattress that like has cutouts for the wheel wells and everything. Uh-huh. My boss bought that because his like thirteen year old daughter and two of her friends they it, uh, he took them camping this uh-huh. weekend, um, and they they like slept in the bed of the truck. That's and he better because like, he was awesome. camped. You know when you wake up oh, and like it's the worst. It's, it's, you know the dew goes yeah. on the inside yeah. and you get wet. And yeah, it's, it's disgusting. gross. Yeah, it's... I like camping, but anyway. To move on a little bit here, the the we show digress. must go on. We have two outings left. The twenty third is now sold out. The twenty seventh is the last game of the season with the Seven Line Army, which is the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, as tradition goes, the first game we've ever put together was the last game of two thousand twelve. It was also a weekday. It was a day game, yes. and we brought five hundred and sixty people to that game, and it was a fun time. And that paved the way for what we're doing now. Seventy yeah. plus six, seventy plus outings later, sixteen ballparks later, and now. The season of our nightmares is coming to an end. What'd you put it? What'd you write today? The season of the hell. Season, the season from hell, man. The season from hell. Um, you know, there's nothing else to say about it except let's just put an exclamation point on the season. Turn the page. Have have one more day of fun if we can have fun with each other because that's really like we talked about yeah. it all season or well, before the season even started. But when we thought that this season was going to be something that it it, it isn't. Uh, we always try to hammer home. Even if the game sucks, you're probably going to meet some new people, sure. drink some beers, have fun, share some laughs, and have a good time. And that's yeah. what we plan on doing. So Absolutely. I'm staying in Queens that night just to kind of good for you, man. go for it. Um, go, go and yeah. to the wall. We always promote a pregame. We're doing a pre- and post-game uh, th- this go-around. And also we're turning it into a, a canned food drive. Okay. So – We've spoken about it, and uh, off the air, I talked to Lizzie about it as well. Uh, we're not exactly sure that our our services will be needed in a month mm-hmm. down in Texas, sure. but I think Florida might, or even in our own backyard. We, we've heard uh, Curtis Granderson speak many times about how a lot of people, even in our area, you, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind. Um, they don't know where their next meal is coming from. Of course. So no matter what we don't, but whenever, no matter what we collect, we'll go to a good cause. So uh, awesome. we will post more information about that as it gets closer towards the game. But the tickets to the game go up this coming Wednesday on Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army. The listing is already up if you want to go to check out the website. But it's $38. It comes with the ticket in the Big Apple Reserve, the Seven Line Army pin, and the rally towel that says final home game. And Thundersticks, the last game of Thundersticks. Unbelievable! Yeah, that's right. That's then it. They're, then they're it done. done. No more Thundersticks. So, so uh, yeah, try to join us if you can. It's only thirty-eight bucks, and uh, we plan on having a really good time. And obviously, the canned food drive is for a great cause. Um, we will post more details about that, and also Lizzie can actually export the all of the emails prior to a game. So what we'll do is we'll email everyone prior, maybe a few days before, saying this is what's needed. Uh, please meet us at McFadden's. And we're going to need some volunteers that day as well. Yep. Um, I know a lot of people reached out about the committee. They want to be a part of the committee. So maybe this could be kind of like the first order of business for people that are interested in volunteering their time. Cool. We can meet at McFadden's together and kind of box the stuff. And um, McFadden's was nice enough to say that they will allow us to store the goods overnight because obviously they're closed the next day uh, until we can arrange a truck to pick it up because they're not going to have a truck drive to McFadden's. McFadden's at midnight on a Wednesday. So. Good job. Good um, job, McFadden's. That's what we're working on. So go to the7line.com if you want to read about it or the7line's uh, listing on the Mets site, Mets.com slash the7line army. If you're listening now or watching now and you want to share the show, we will pick out someone at random to win a whole bunch of free stuff before the end of the broadcast. We're going to go till about 7 o'clock, 20 minutes or so, and uh, we will be taking a couple more calls. 631-388-5195. Is the number? It's free. Now it's, it is it is free. Now speaking of which, we had some interesting news developed today. We that did. I think a lot of people are excited about. Do you know what's funny? What? 
Every time I think we have absolutely nothing to talk about, something kind of crazy happens. The universe steps in and takes care of us. What was the last one? When I was like, what do we have? What, what Everybody we talk about got tomorrow? traded. It was like, dude, it got traded. Oh, I was like, what are we going to talk about? And like 10 minutes later, uh, Bruce was, was on the Indians. And shout out to them, like 14 straight games, right? Yeah, 14 straight for Cleveland. And yeah, the Dodgers cooled off. The Dodgers did cool off, but I think that's okay for them. I don't think you want to go into the playoffs rip-roaring hot, so... Right, just get in and and win from They're there. They're in. Well, just get healthy and chill. And Curtis, our old buddies, he's not doing great. Yeah, he has six hits, four of them are home runs, and he's hitting like one hundred and nine. Yeah, he's had a tough go of it after that first initial burst. So, but anyway, that we should lead us to segue to. Obviously, we're not a playoff team this year, but in twenty eighteen, I think we're all hoping to be again. And our good friend Michael Bauer found. The 2018 Mets schedule today. I've been trying to, like, I've been waiting for the Mets schedule to come out for uh, weeks because obviously we, it's time to think about next year. And Bauer actually put this on Twitter today, caught my attention. He says, actually, who needs to wait? Thanks, Mets. Thanks, at Mets and MLB for spoiling, spoiling, spoiling this in your advertisement. So I guess there was a commercial that went up. To it was it was narrated by Harry Rose, yeah. That showed off the magnetic schedule that everyone's going to get at the final game of the year. Mm-hmm. So it didn't take a genius to figure this out. But Bauer goes, "Oh shit, that's the that's the schedule for next year." So yeah. he, he took a photo of the screen, and let me zoom in here. Well, Derek Gould of the St. Louis Post Dispatch had tweeted previously a while ago, yeah, that the Mets are likely to open at home against the Cardinals on a Thursday. So in March, so we knew once you look at this, you know that it's legit because the Mets are opening Thursday at home against the Cardinals in March. So, I mean, this is a pretty good indicator that this is probably legit. Now, could this have been a preliminary schedule that might change? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just to be, yeah, we have to be, you know, up front here, this this is subject to change, but if it's showing the correct uh, opening day date and, and, you know, all that good stuff, then it's probably the right schedule. So let's talk about it quick yeah. because I put some green highlights here for what my wish list is for the away games for next year. So okay. if you look at the schedule closely, it's kind of a little bit blurry because this was taken off of a screenshot. Um, opening day. Next year at home, obviously we're going to go to that one. It's a Thursday against the St. Louis Cardinals. I can't read the date here, but I think it's end of March. March. twenty. So uh, I think our first away game, if it works out, again, got to bring this to the committee. I don't want to make all the decisions here. But um, I think that uh, the first away game would be the Washington series in April on that Saturday. Two weeks later, we might go back to Atlanta. We've been to Atlanta already, but if you look at the rest yeah. of the schedule, there aren't that many games that work and for us. new stadium. New stadium, but also we we said right off the bat that we wanted to our, our wish list was L.A., Arizona, and Cincinnati. L.A. is not a weekend, right? We can't go. Right. Uh, Cincinnati is not a weekend. We can't go. Arizona is so June. Damn, I should have zoomed in a little bit more here, but uh, whatever. Middle of June on Saturday against the Arizona uh, Diamondbacks. We will hopefully be going there. I already reached out. We're going to try to work that out. Um, Toronto, July 4th, 4th of July. You coming? You got? You have, a, you have a passport? I love Toronto, and I do have a passport. Okay. 4th of July in Toronto. I emailed the Yankees, which I talked about in the beginning of the, of the show, to say to Nick, look, listen, if you can get us back to the old times where we can all be in one section again, let me know. He said he'll put it on his radar. So we might be going back to Yankee Stadium next year. August, maybe we'll go back to Miami. Cool. It is a repeat, but a lot of Mets fans live in Florida, mm-hmm. and our first time down there was like five or six hundred fans. I think that will kill that. Oh, it probably could probably triple it. Probably, and uh, tickets are cheap. Seats were awesome. We were on the field right behind the Mets dugout. Yeah. Like it's like two tiers. We were like the second section up. I remember it was yeah. awesome. So we might go back to Miami, and then in September, Boston on the. 21st, I think it is. Shipping up to Boston. Uh, if you... So obviously the, 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 the schedule will be announced as it's put in stone, but I think that this is the, the schedule. 16th, uh, the 15th would be the Saturday game against Boston. I'm down. September 15th. But the only unfortunate thing about that is we spoke about it on the show. Tough. I talked to Boston about it, that if it's a weekend, they have a lot of season ticket holders and different packages that include sure. weekend games. We were hoping that that one would have worked out to be a weekday because it is drivable and we can get more tickets. So I'm not exactly sure how that outing is going to work out but we will try to put it on the schedule because obviously we don't go to Boston very often. So uh, just so, to recap. I, yeah, and let me just, just before you do that, I jotted down some notes. The, the f- series in Fenway is Friday, September 14th to September 16th. So that's, that's the dates on those. 
Um, and then go ahead. You do your thing, and then I have a couple of Mets on field. I should have written things. these down, but I'm thinking so far. If we, we're not going to do all these, but like I keep saying, there really is going to be a committee, and I think that we should sit down with everyone and figure this out because if it's up to me, we'll just do them all. Um, <laughs> Washington, D.C. in April. Atlanta, possibly in April. May, no away games. June, Arizona. July 4th, Toronto. Middle of July, if the Yankees want to see us together, um, Yankee Stadium. August, Miami, possibly, as a repeat. And then it's September, Boston. Cool. So that's what we're thinking about for next year. We'll talk about it with everyone because I, it just doesn't work out where there's weekends next year. If we, We're not going to only do ones we've never been to before. That means we would only be going to Arizona and yeah. Toronto. Right. So, ah, I like it. Um, you know, as far as on-field things go, um, we talked about the dates for Fenway. The Subway Series, we should say, is back to two separate three-game sets on weekends. So, because they're playing the LEs. So that's why it kind of works out. Exactly. So um, the games at City Field uh, for the Yankees will be June 8th, 9th, and 10th. And at Yankee Stadium, it'll be July 20th, 21st, and 22nd. They, as you said, they're playing a two-game set in Toronto, uh, July 3rd and 4th. Um, they'll be in Baltimore. A lot of people are interested in that because it's obviously very drivable. Um, that's on August 14th and 15th. Um, as far as when they'll go and how far they'll go, their season-long 10-game homestand just happens to coincide with that kind of 4th of July week. Right after they get back from Toronto, uh, July 6th to the 15th, they'll host the Rays, the Phillies, and the Nationals. That's their longest homestand of the year. And then they have three separate 10-game road trips. Dude, um, you did do notes today. I did. See, I worked harder. I worked harder than you gave me credit for. Three separate 10-game road trips, uh, April 19th to the 30th, June 12th to the 21st, and September 14th to the 23rd. So that's basically where you can expect to see maybe some rough stretches where they're away for a while and, and probably where they'll have to kind of break even and then, and then feast at home. So something to think about as we move forward to 2018. And, and those sound like some amazing outing dates. And I, I, I know that you know that I know that you know that I love Toronto. And it's very hard to pass up going north of the border. Well, you know what it is, too? I was thinking about it. We, I spoke with Liz. You could drive there. I mean, Toronto's not that you far. Can, you can. I mean, can. Montreal's closer. I mean, of the two big you know, cities in Canada can, that people yeah. go to. I've, I've, I drove it, and I took a train one time. I've driven to t Toronto uh, twice, I think. But yeah. whatever. I mean, if you want to drive, you want to fly, whatever, it is drivable. So um, it's not across the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like us going to California twice a year. Sure. So um, that's what I'm thinking. As far as... The outing against the Nationals, they obviously play them a couple times. Mm -hmm. They play them in, on a weekend in, in April and a weekend in September. I don't know if I really want to plan an outing against them in September. I think I'd rather do the April one because it's yeah. kind of like we're going in, clean slate, first weekend of the year. Um, it's a gamble. It's a first away series of the year. So that's yeah. also going to be tough because that might be their second game of the season. So it might be kind of hard for us to get tickets. But well, we have a good rep over there. Usually the second game Well, yeah, Al Duke says that. Right? But who knows yeah, what they do right. in the playoffs this year. They might have you know a stretch where, like the Phillies. The Phillies have no one showing up to the games anymore. But for four years, they sold out every game. So right. it might be a little tough for us to find tickets. But whatever. We'll hash this all out. It's still some time to go. This hasn't really officially been re announced yet, but Bauer, the man behind the scenes. Actually, we have some missed calls. You've been taking some calls? We have seven missed calls here. Right. Um, we will take a couple more live calls before we turn this thing off for the night. But let us know in the comments what you think about the schedule, what your plans are, what, where you think we should go. And uh, we'll definitely take all that into consideration. Also, share the show if you're watching it live. We'll pick... Someone to win up a whole bunch of free stuff before we turn the show off for the evening. And I should mention, too, if you have any Facebook comments, you can drop down into the DMs. Not really the DMs. Not the, but... the message, the comments. I know. Yeah, shoot some just, comments. We'll do a I was little... trying to put in the, 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 the young kid lingo. You know? We'll do a little Facebook Q&A uh, before <laughs> the end. Of, oh, <laughs> slide into my DMs is what it is. Slide into I'm not young, so I don't know. <laughs> All right? I'm not one of these newfangled people uh people asking eileen kalmus how about pittsburgh nope we've been to pittsburgh in 2015 and uh until i won't speak for you but i'm sure until you hit everything yeah i'd rather i mean that is also back. drivable but like you know pittsburgh's beautiful but i am trying to you know knock off some new ones off the list the only reason i would say repeat atlanta is because it's a new ballpark and the only reason i would want to repeat um uh miami is just because of the ties with how many mets fans are down there I forgot I was on camera. <laughs> Go ahead.
All right, we got we got the man, the myth, the legend. We're putting this guy on the line. Bauer on the line. We have to thank him. Oh, you know what? For giving us content today. No, and I gotta. I have a gripe with Bauer. All right. So, oh yeah, that's right. So Bauer, before before we get to this, I came in. And I saw that Darren was rocking a fresh haircut, and, but 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 he was not taking his hat off. So I was skeptical. What happened when you went to get your haircut today, Bauer? That place was weird. Okay. I, I, I didn't get a hair. I, you know what? It's, it's, I told you, like, you get pampered there. Like, I think there was a barber. I said, there's a place to get hair. We haircut, you know? I wasn't exactly sure what you meant by getting pampered. So it's like you can sign up for, like, an MVP package at this place where you uh-huh. get, like, the wet towel on your face. You get a massage. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, listen, I just need a haircut. Is that, um, all, you, is that all you get for your money? Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> franchise. They're not, right. There's not a rub and tuck. Oh, it's, is it one of those MVP? One of those weird it's MVP? Like sports something? Yes, okay, okay. Sports cuts? S- or something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm watching some awful Bravo show this this like two two days ago with with my wife, and we look at each other. This ad comes on, and like we look at each other, like, what the hell? Is the lady this? was nice, but she I'm was sure like, she was. You know what it is? I kind of you walked, have to see the advertisement for this place. I walked in, and I I was expecting like barbershop, you know, but there was like. Like stadium seats. Yeah. It was weird. So I walk in. This lady's like, can I help you? And I was like, shit. I'm already like, it's too late for me to be like, all right, no, I don't need help. But she was a little bit older, and I've never had my hair cut by a woman before for like a buzz cut. And oh, I wasn't really? exactly sure that she was going to do it right. But it doesn't look bad. I was just, it was a weird experience. It wasn't a really a barbershop. All right. So Bauer, not so much on the hair recommendations, but good job on the schedule. So yeah, what, Bauer, what, shout out to you, man. So uh, what, what's going on, man? What do you want to talk about? Well, first of all, just so you know, Finance schedule was a fluke. I will say that. I got really – I was just trying to find out when it was going to get released, and I happened to happen upon the link or the, the video, so it worked out. Well, it was, My ser- question it was is this, actually. So the Yankees at home now for three games. Are we going to try to hit all three of them, like uh, like the same thing with the two gamers, or what's nah, the plan around that? No, nah, I think I actually want to bring that to the committee as well. I, I'm, I'm, I don't think that we should even do both the games anymore. I think we pick one. We pick one out of the three uh, for our homes. Uh, he's talking about the home, like the Seven Line Army package. Yeah. We, I don't think we can do two. If we're going to do more than one, we've got to do all three. So I think we just pick one. One. I going forward, agree. we just pick one because, you know, we talk about it often. We both feel like the, the Subway Series has kind of lost its luster a little bit. And um, the rivalry isn't as strong as it used to be. And I think it's tough to ask the members of the group that sign up for the season ticket package to go to three games in a row and commit their whole weekend to the Subway Series. And then that also adds to uh, the secondary market, which we're always trying to keep a hold on, which is don't sell your tickets on StubHub. Um, if the season goes the way that it went this year and the Mets are kind of playing like poo-poo again next year, we're going to see some people trying to sell their tickets and we're trying to not have Yankee fans infiltrate the section because it ruins the group vibe. So probably not. So long, long answer to that is probably not probably just one but i'll see what everyone else in the committee thinks once we actually form this committee that we keep talking about right and i actually fully agree with you like i three games a weekend it's crazy so i i'm in agreement with you 100 percent there all right man so thanks for the shout out on the uh schedule and hey, no uh, problem thanks for the uh hair recommendation I'm, I'm not saying the place is bad it was just unexpected when i walked in i was, <laughs> I I was a little bit more warning on that I was caught off guard. I thought I was walking to a barbershop. But you can't trust a you can't trust a bald man with a haircutting place. Come on, get the heck out of here. All right, All right. Bauer. Be good, man. All right, have a good night, guys. Later. Thanks, Bauer. All right. Uh so dude, you have to see this commercial. Place when, was weird, dude. When we get off the air. I, nice lady, but like it was it was very weird. Yeah. And it ended up being free though. Yeah. Did I tell you that I just tipped her. So I'm sitting there free? getting my haircut and this kid walks up. He's like seven years old. He's like, Is this your first time here? And I'm like, yeah. He, he was, was seven years old? Very young. Just got his haircut. And okay. he had a card in his pocket that said, like, free first-time haircut, whatever. Yeah. So he was like, here you go, free haircut. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Thanks, dude. So it ended up being free. That's, that's, cool. that's cool. Well, I mean, then you can't complain. You get what you pay for, my friend. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Brew wants to know what time am I getting to the Coliseum next week. Next week is uh, that preseason game uh, at the uh, Nassau Coliseum for the Islanders. I'll be getting there early, like 9, 9.30 and setting up shop. So if anybody's there... Find a truck, get some beer. Oh, you know, we have food. a new website about to go up. How would I know this? I don't know. Maybe I told you. But I've been working on a new site. It's not ready to go up. Once we get past these uh, hats that went up today, which aren't sold out yet, a couple of them are actually running really low. So we dropped 14 different beanies today, New Era beanies. They aren't the seven-line designs. They are New Era's caps that we had the option to purchase. There's a whole bunch of them behind the scenes here if Brian wants to throw one on. Um 
couple of them did sell out, but uh, quite a few are running low. So we weren't exactly sure how many to order. Last year when we ordered, uh, people said we didn't order enough. So this time, <laughs> so this time we went a little heavy on it. And um, if you go to the sevenline.com right now, you can pick some up before they sell out. Let me show off the one Brian's wearing. Does it look I good? Like that, one. that one's pretty good. It kind of looks like Islanders too. Ah, see, I like it. Look at that. Well, now it's buddy. been on my gross head. No, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, you can keep it. No. I'm just- so anyway, go to the sevenline.com and uh, pick them up. We will not be restocking any of these hats. The next beanies that we will, we will be selling are our Hormone Apple beanies. We have 3,000 of them coming any day now, and we're not pulling your leg when we say that. We really are waiting for them to show up. We have our tracking number. They should be here any day now. 3,000 hats takes up a lot of space. So we were trying to schedule it where we get these out of the way first and then restock the Apple beanies and try to – Move things along here uh, before the holiday season really kicks in. Uh, San Diego Dave has Thor's line, which I'm going to take him at face value. Two innings, three hits, three runs, two walks, two Ks. So that's his outing in Brooklyn. All right. Whatever. Take with a grain of salt. Whatever. Do we have anything else lined up? Uh, Yeah, one more thing um, from Tracy. Uh, Are we going back to uh, BK uh, next year? To what? Oh, the Cyclones? Yeah. Um. Yeah, why not? Cyclones have been very good to us. They have been good. And I feel like we, that would be a cool tradition to keep going. We actually, we, well, you know we didn't what? do you it two what? years ago. We didn't do it last year because it didn't work out with our home schedule. Mm-hmm. After, we're not going to work around our schedule to fit that in, but if it works out, then we'll go. If, uh, if we win the softball tournament, I'm going to bring the tr- trophy on the bus. Okay. Oh, speaking of softball tournament, September 30th. Looking at the wrong camera. September 30th, tickets are up now. They're 10 bucks to get in. It's to benefit Tuesday's Children, which is an, uh, a, a, f- a foundation that was formed after the aftermath of 9-11. Tickets are up right now. It is, people are asking if the seats are reserved. They're not. It's just an entry ticket, uh, general admission seating. You can sit wherever you want. It's going to be a long day. 16 teams are playing in a charity softball event. Brian and I are on a team. I think Lizzie, I don't even know if Lizzie's playing yet. Um, it should be a fun time. So try to come out let's, September 30th. It's a few days after the last game of the season. Let's talk. We're getting questions about this. So I'm going to let give you the opportunity. We, we teased it in the beginning. I'm going to give you the opportunity if you want to talk about it. Okay. About Craig Carton. Well, now I have to. About Craig Carton. Well, it's nothing you, really for me you, to say. You had, you had words of – I think you have a different perspective on it based on the fact that you've met him on numerous occasions. So I think if you want to expand on that. Okay. Boomer and Carton were – instrumental in getting the seven line on the public stage. So back in the day, whatever we had going on, they'd either wear the shirts, show the whatever newspaper clipping I was in or getting kicked out of this ballpark. They had me on as a guest. They used to have the calendar girls on all the time. Uh, Al Dukes became a friend of ours. He's been on our show. And uh, Boomer and Carton were always very generous towards the seven line. And, And I tried to repay them slightly by helping promote the events that they had. They would play charity softball games at Yankee Stadium. They did a few things after Hurricane Sandy. I went to that with my wife. They are always very, very nice to us. Uh, what's going on right now with him, obviously, is inexcusable. And I think that um, I, I, I'm only reading what I'm seeing out in, in, in the public. So, obviously, the details have come out. He was arrested yesterday for uh, some pretty horrible things. And uh, there's not much else I could say about it. I mean, they were, he was always nice to me. And the, what I wrote yesterday, I think, on Twitter, you know what? I was, as I was typing this, I was thinking of you saying you don't always have to have an opinion on everything. Mm. But people were actually – I'm not a, a guest on Boomer and Carton. He's not my boy. Uh, but people were texting me, what's up with Boomer and Carton? I'm like, dude, I don't know anything yeah, that you yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah. So um, I, think, I think it boils down to this. Obviously, I, he was – I think that it's a very unfortunate situation – I think it's very easy to enjoy and revel in the, you know, the Schadenfreude, the uh, the enjoyment of of other people's, you know, ill fortunes. People love to dance on others' graves. Exactly, and and I think that unfortunately, um, it's a very easy situation to see somebody at the top, you know, and get and they get thrown down to their lowest low, rightly or wrongly. In this case, it certainly seems if the evidence holds up in court, rightly. Um, and, and, and it's very difficult to see people enjoy that. Um, he has a family. He, and, 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 you know, it's, it's going to be very difficult for them to land on their feet after this. Um, I mean, I can't even, like, I don't even want to think about it because I would get too emotional thinking about, like, if, if my family were ever in that circumstance. So, I mean, I just don't think it's right to just make, a, like, a, like a gif out of it or, like, or whatever. It's, 
it's it's an unfortunate circumstance. People got it seems to have gotten swindled out of money, uh, and and but somebody's life is going to be torn up after this. So it, I'm you guilty know. of that as well. Like I was trying to make you know I was like, oh, Mongo Nation is going to be loving this, and I was like joking around yesterday. But afterwards, I was like, oh, you know, all jokes aside, you have to feel for his coworkers, the the station, WFAN, yeah. Al Dukes, Jerry Recco, Boomer himself. You know, like these guys kind of were all caught off guard yesterday morning, thinking that he called in sick, yeah. and he's. Being under, he's under investigation. You know, it's like it's crazy. This is serious stuff. Yeah, it is. You know, I feel for his wife and his. He's got four kids, and um, you know, what I always admired a lot about both Boomer and Carton, Carton more so because of how outspoken he is, and everyone's just like, oh, he's a dick. Um, the amount of charity work that he does is always something that I was very inspired by. Um, where he would fire off his mouth, and you know, at the end of the day, when the cameras are off, and he's like, you know, this is uh, that's that's my camera person, my camera persona, and um. He went out of his way for a lot of charities, and whether he looks like a hypocrite or now, right now or not, uh, is besides the point. But the the way that he that he was, I think he has Tourette's, and that maybe his kids do. He has the TikTok stock TikTok stop foundation, and also does a camp for kids. So when this first came out, I I, I really hope that this doesn't end up happening where any of the the ties with the charities were involved in him doing what he was doing, um, because you never want to see not that. You want to see some people taking advantage over others, but if it has anything to do with the charities, that's going to just crush me even yeah. more. Yeah, no. Um, there, there are two things I guess we can just put a bow on this subject and just say, one, obviously this is America, so you are innocent until proven guilty. Um, he will have his day in court if that is the avenue in which he so chooses to do so. Um, and I advise people to not formulate a complete opinion on it until all the facts are aired out in open court or he takes a plea deal. Um, the second thing I would say is if you have a gambling problem um, or any kind of problem, obviously, but since this is kind of pertinent to the issue and, and relevant to the issue, um, if you have a gambling problem, please seek help. You know, you're never too far down the path where you have to go and do something that might um, compromise who you are as a human being or compromise your integrity. So get help, seek help, because y you can get out of whatever you're going through. And that goes with anything, but obviously apropos of the situation. Yeah, I mean, I saw some people writing yesterday, you really never know what lengths you'll, you'll go to until you might be in that position. Like uh, Sid Rosenberg, who has his, his so many problems on his, on, on his own plate, he said something. You never know what you'll do until your head's on that pillow and you're thinking, where am I going to get this million, million dollars from? from yeah. So yeah, it's kind of thing that. where you got a wife and kids, you know – Maybe he wasn't thinking about his coworkers and everyone else involved that are attached to the Boomer and Carton name, but I don't know. Yep. I wrote yesterday, you know, hopefully that it was a misunderstanding, but I doubt it at this point. Yeah. So, anyway, on a brighter note, we are going to give away some free stuff. Well, I mean, it's it's a bad segue, but we are going to give away some free stuff. Um, we just shared the show right now. Uh, I'm going to get that fired up, and, uh, and then we'll get to uh, some happier things. But, uh, you know, we have a lot – we should – I mean, next year we have a whole clean slate, fortunately. That's something to be excited about. We have that coming up. We have two more outings coming up, which, again, is going to be a chance for a lot of people who know each other really well and enjoy each other's company, some of which won't see each other again until March, and late Shoe's March. Shoe's birthday. It brings you a birthday Shoe's present. birthday. So, you know, there's a lot of good things happening in this, in this world right now, and, uh, you know, we don't have to belabor the point on the bad stuff. So why don't you just tell me stop, and we'll get this – Thing rocking. Stop. Okay. Uh, Natia de la Rosa. Oh, so, really? Yeah. I think they're from Alaska. Yes, I believe he. Do they win something already? I don't think so. I just think even if they did, it's all right. I they he, they won fair and square. I think. Uh, I think he's been a very big supporter of the show. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, and I don't. And I don't think that. Um, I don't think they've. I don't think he's won anything before. But yeah. Well, we're not Z100. We don't limit the amount of stuff you could win. There you go. So. so. So we'll send you a message and get your address. Well, Brian does that. I do have to give a shout to Brad Ridenor. Ridenor? He uh, sent me. Let me get over here. Last year he sent me, or two years ago he sent me, this Jacob deGrom bobblehead from the Kingsport Mets. And then in the mail today came this Ahmed Rosario one. So uh, two awesome additions for the uh, studio here. So shout out to Brad. Totally appreciate it. And uh, it has a good home here in the Orange and Blue thing set now. So if you're listening afterwards, we appreciate your downloads. Rate and subscribe. SoundCloud on iTunes. We're here every Thursday night if you want to watch the live show. Um, we didn't get to this one voicemail. We'll talk about it next week. But our plan is to do this 
at least until the end of the season. We might take a couple weeks off in October to regroup and then start back up fresh in uh, November, December when the hot stove starts. But no set plans on that yet. But and we still have to figure out if we're gonna if we're actually gonna do this bachelorette thing. <sighs> we, you know what? We were supposed to do it this week. I don't know, dude. I, I want to do it, but I, you know what it is. I think it might have to be a bachelor thing at this point. We've only had like one guy send in an email. Well, that's why I and think, like three girls. I think right now we need to kind of throw down the gauntlet to all the guys out there. Do we want to? This like, is crazy, though. Well, because I would do it, but there's a we haven't shown now who, but, which which girl we picked. Do you want to do? No, we didn't really even pick one yet. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, that's like, true. We didn't, but like the we gr- need more participants. The girls that are in the running to be picked are totally normal and totally cool and. I don't know. Like, I can't say much more than that because I'm married. But like, I think the way that it's going to work is, I think we put everything in a hat and pick it out fairly, um, or spe- or maybe we'll do a conference call, you and I, to see the personalities of these girls before yeah, we pick maybe, one. Maybe. Um, I think that's the way to go. But the 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 idea behind this is dating game style. Girls in here with us. Guys are in the next room. She doesn't know who they are. We run a cord through the wall and a camera where she won't be able to see the screen of who these guys are that are answering the questions. She's asking them questions. Whoever she picks, she goes to a game with for free on the seven line with the group. Yeah. We thought that would be pretty fun. We've had numerous girls try out and one guy. One guy. So maybe the guys are just like... Maybe the guy's just lucky. Maybe little little... Maybe we should flip it around. Little sissies. Although flipping it around, <laughs> I like the I like the girl having the power on this one. Me too. I thought it would be fun. Yeah. Um, plus the dynamic with us, I think it would be. I, I think it would have been better that way. All right. Yeah, because we can tease the guys a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So anyway, catch us next Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Facebook.com/slash the Seven Line. Little show we like to do called Orange and Blue Thing. It'll be our 37th episode, believe it or not, and um, we're just gonna have a good time. So let's go Mets. Harvey on the hill today. Hopefully it looks a little bit better than Saturday's outing. And uh, anything you want to say? That's it. Stay safe, Florida. Have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next week. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't.